Welcome everybody to Beat the Shift Baseball. This is episode 54 for Saturday, June 15th. I'm Alex Uwe, here today with Ray Estrada. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great, man. We're done with school. It's about time. Summer is here. I know it's been here for probably most everybody else out there for a while. Um, but yeah, it, we, we took our, our sweet time finishing school. Yes. done with finals. How did, how did your finals go? All good? It was fine. I didn't have any tests, so it was oh, all just on. projects. All right. All right. I'm I don't, a communication I don't, major. Never mind. I don't, I don't want to hear it then. Okay. Well, we're going to be talking about plenty of fun summer things. A lot of interesting banter, including some breaking news that we'll start with. And then later on in the show, we'll start off a little new segment. Uh, speaking of summer, we'll be doing some team roasts, starting with the NL West. So... Basically, we're going to do what we always do and talk trash about a bunch of teams, but this time we'll do it with a little more structure. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. All right. So, no, so really nothing that new. Um, I'm going to start you off with a question, though, and this is a question that I asked on our Instagram account, at BeatTheShiftBP, if you don't already follow us. But this is a stat game question that you can go ahead and answer if you feel like you, if you, feel like you have a good guess. Um, in that, you feel question, like you're better than us. Go yes. and guess. Yeah, you can you can definitely get this one. Um, the question for you is: Who is the hitter with the highest home run to barrel rate in 2019, with a minimum of 10 barrels? So you know, like most regulators, it, it can't be somebody who's like hit three home runs and for some reason hasn't barreled any balls. If you don't know what a barrel is, by the way, it's a stat cast measure that. That factors in exit velocity and launch angle to come up with like an ideal, ideal you know well hit ball. So essentially, like who hits a lot of homers but doesn't hit all that many balls very hard. So that's the question. If you feel like you know it, go ahead and answer it on our Instagram. Uh, do you have a guess? I, I can't remember if you if you guessed already on on there. I. Did my guess was Christian Yelich because I think that not that he doesn't have a lot of barrels, but that uh, most of his barrels are home runs. It, so. it is a good guess. Like that, that is good logic to go with. It's not him, uh, but he does. Dang. From memory, I believe his rate was something like twenty six home runs now to like twenty nine barrels. It might be thirty now, but you know that's that's very very yeah it's like it's a good. very high rate so that's just an example of that uh yeah and it's just a fun little question that i wanted to start out the podcast with we do that kind of thing from our account every so often whether it's trivia or stat game or anything else like that so let's go ahead and, and get into our into let's our topics go. now let's get into the breaking news because beat the shift exclusive well sure for now ken rosenthal works for us I, can't, right? I, I don't know what yeah right is he on payroll <laughs> but um Edwin Encarnacion is now a New York Yankee, and it seems like the Yankees gave up nothing for him. So I'm all about that, of course, as as a Yankees fan. Um, I I can't really be impartial here. I mean, I love it for the Yankees, even though I'm not really sure how the lineup shakes out when when everybody's healthy, which it seems like we're getting kind of close to. Stanton is is coming back. Judge is starting a rehab assignment, um, and you know at that point we already have. A lot of position players that are going to be losing playing time, um, 
you know, like Gio Urshela, maybe Clint Frazier, like people like that. So we'll see how it all plays out for the Yankees. But I mean, great trade. Who did they? They gave up pretty much nothing for him. Nothing. The guy, pitching prospect Juan Juan then literally T H E N. So I mean, I I'm assuming he's Latino, but I don't even know how to pronounce that. But uh, yeah, I mean, good for the Yankees when you can add a bat like Encarnacion for nothing, um, essentially. I mean, then's going to be a like, Rosenthal said somewhere fifteen to twenty uh, range on the Seattle prospect list. But yeah, I mean, they need they need pitching. But if you can add more offense, the then I guess you don't need his pitching as bad. <laughs> I'm I'm just. I, I can't wait. I mean, uh, I, of course, I've oh, watched Encarnacion just destroy the entire AL East for for way too long. And now, you know, when you get a bat like that on your side, it always feels good. And I'm I'm most excited to see if uh, if when he does hit home runs, if they if the Yankees will be able to get Greg Bird back to to ride around on his on his elbow as he rounds the bases. Greg Bird is going to be the parrot. Yeah, I mean, we finally have a use for Greg Bird now too. It's great. <laughs> it's a win-win. So, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't wait to see more of that. Um, next thing that we'll talk about is something that I I think I've never seen this before. And even if you have, it's just a really funny thing. And it's the intentional Bach. Yes. The, the yes. coveted intentional Bach. Kenley Jansen in a save situation against the Cubs intentionally boxed so jason hayward would go from second to third base because jansen didn't want him stealing his signs and they were up two jansen runs also didn't so want that to run figure out all the signs yeah the run <laughs> the run meant nothing so that's the yes. whole point he did it he did it when there was two outs and with two outs Which, yeah and it, yeah he, he got the second out um and then he turned back to jason hayward i i don't know if he's saying it's a hayward or his middle infielders but he literally said i'm going to balk not he didn't just—he didn't make a decision to go. Okay, all right. Oh, I parked. Oh no. Oh no, you're at third. He's like, hey, we're like, I'm gonna park. Don't worry. And then he like, he's like, he parked, and then he just like, yeah, go to third. <laughs> yeah, he Kenley Jansen himself waved. He he did like a weird toe tappy thing on the mound, like a yeah. wrong step off, and then he just started waving Hayward to third. Like, go ahead, it's fine. Like, I don't yeah. want you there. Stop, stop stealing my signs. Like they don't already know that the cutter's coming. Like, <laughs> what what else does he throw? Um, he, he's got a nasty breaking ball that he's been working on the last couple of years yeah. and he's throwing a lot more this year. Yeah. On another note, Kenley Jansen as of late has been vintage Kenley Jansen, yes. like very, very good, very dominant. He has, he, he has three pitches essentially now cause he has that four seamer that goes a little more straight, a little harder. And then he, he's working in that slider. That's a lot more effective this year because before it was just not as sharp. It would always end up in the dirt and it would basically just surprise the hitter every once in a while. But now he's effective with it and that he's locating better now so yeah yeah i mean the dodgers really just can't be beat right now i mean we'll do our, we'll we'll find their flaws we, yeah we will have things to roast about them later on but you know very good team right now um kind of pulling away with that all right time to talk about jordan alvarez because jordan alvarez i, don't, I really don't don't even want to talk about anything else encarnacion and the yankees was the only thing that like really shook me out of that but Jordan Alvarez is, is is magnificent. He's he's a magnificent beast. I don't I don't know if we've as the baseball community have decided on a nickname for him yet. Um 
there, I think that there, there must be some early candidates, right? Like if I, you, I saw you, one today, at least on Dodger Twitter, the mild horse, the mild horse. Uh, I don't know about that one. Um, I think I've seen like, I don't know what, what other ones, um, you can't, you can't really be the Cuban missile crisis because there's already a Cuban missile. Um, I, I think I've, I think the best one that I've seen is Air Jordan, but it, you know, it's, it might not translate to his power. Anyway, he's got four home runs in his first five games and he's everything that has been advertised by his insane start in the minors. So and he, he does not hit cheap home runs either. He is just crushing balls. Um, I don't know, like the fantasy baseball part of me just already wants to to consider him to be one of the best, like one of the best outfielders in baseball, even though it's totally irrational. But you know, I, I don't know. I he he's very very good. Like I I already <laughs> am just like is he is he just better than Bryce Harper already? Is this can we just accept this and move on? Like part of me wants to be wants to say that so. <laughs> Um, I don't it wouldn't know. be too outlandish to say that right now. It wouldn't be. Harper's kind of been off to a, a cold start to this season, but yeah, tenth yeah. in All Star voting, the last update in the among National League outfielders. That's really Not shocking. Total, because even though he hasn't, he's still like just a huge name. I figured that would have carried him enough. Um, the yeah, All Star voting. The Dodgers thing three too. main outfielders are all ahead of him. That's pretty hype. Yeah, All Star voting's out there Peterson too. Peterson is fourth. But he's slumping. Anyway, go. Yeah, all-star voting's out there too, and you should make sure to vote. And if you didn't hear us mention it last time, I don't know if this has been fixed either, but I'm going to be upset about it anyway. Mitch Garver is not listed yes. on the all-star ballot. and he, Mitch Garver 2019. And he should be. I mean, you could you could probably say that Gary Sanchez deserves it more, but Mitch Garver is, if not the second best catcher in the american league like just not even on the ballot it's ridiculous so write him in if you feel if you feel he deserves it because he's just been great this year all right let's talk about just the last three days in general because it's been some of the most insane baseball that i've seen i, I kind of want to condense the banter um in into this one little segment here where in the last three days we've seen two players hit for the cycle We've seen two straight steals of home, and we've seen two unbelievable comebacks on the same night. And like th- these are the the types of comebacks that you that you look back on in a season and say like, wow, that's that, that's probably one of the games of the year, right? When you're just looking at, um, like the shifts in win probability or whatever. Uh, it's it's pretty. I I don't know why it seems to have gone very under the radar. Uh, maybe it's because yeah. there's like NBA and NHL finals and all that boring stuff going on in, in the background also. <laughs> but this is probably like the apex of of midseason baseball right now. We've got we've got trades, we've got intentional box, we've got monstrous prospects, we've got cycles and and stealing home. It, it's so many things. Stuff we've is happening, the, and the College World Series is going on right now too, which is yes, that's something that I don't typically watch very much of but i'll try i'll probably try to tune in uh, as much as i can we, we did a little congratulations bit in the, rudy in the super regionals yeah uh michigan upset ucla in the super regionals yeah. and some of the wildest baseball we've ever seen and not necessarily in a good way yeah and it it really is not 
even close to Major League Baseball, which is just a tribute to how insanely good Major League Baseball players are. But yeah, kudos to Michigan for for getting through them. And uh, you know, they I think they won their first. They won today, yeah. They won their first game today, and uh, so they're going to play Florida State now. Florida State ended up winning Florida State Arkansas. Yeah, and I, I know I know we've been kind of all over the place here, but the the point is, it's baseball season now. No more no more basketball, no more hockey. Come on, it's focus on your get your priorities baseball. in order. Yeah, focus on baseball. Go grab a glove and a bat and go out to the park and play some baseball. Like do, it, just enjoy it. It's summer's here and it's baseball season. So uh, just to to touch on these things a, a little bit more, Shohei Otani hit for the cycle, which elevates everything <laughs> tenfold if you ask me if tommy Lestella did it i probably would have lost my mind but Shohei otani hit for the cycle and he's the first japanese, first japanese yeah player yeah, to do right. it and jake bauer's the first player to hit for the cycle the day after a japanese player hit for the cycle so he also is making yeah. history yeah it's true these this yeah. is a true thing i'm no i i cannot disprove that yeah um and yeah, both just you know very impressive back-to-back days. I I can't remember if this has ever happened before. In my recollection, I can't pull it up from memory. But there's been so much baseball. It probably has. Um, and then the two straight steals of home though. Elvis Andrews did this two days ago, I believe, and Leonis Martin did it today. And it got me thinking like this is probably something we're gonna see a lot of more with shifts being extreme as extreme as they are. And, you know, relief pitchers just seemingly having no regard for, for anything other than just trying to huck the ball as hard as they can. Like, Leonis Martin, you could say, stole home easily. Like, the, it was, it wasn't really even close. Like, it was a case that I can see being pretty, pretty likely because you know, the third baseman is nowhere even remotely close to the base. Like, can't even sprint over there, even if he gets caught in the middle you know there's there's nothing to worry about and you just kind of have to be just be a little bit sneaky right so i'm gonna be keeping my eyes peeled for more straight steals of home um and more opportunities for it Mm -hmm. and to see if if runners look like they're thinking about it at the very least um because it's got to be one of them is it the most exciting play in baseball the straight steal of home it's one of the most exciting plays in baseball. Like, what what would you say is comparable? Because to me, it probably is. The home run robbery is also up there. Yeah, triple play. A triple play is also. It's good. I I still think I I'd, I'd prefer to see the straight steal of home, over both of those things, really. You know. So, um, and we got two of them in the last three days. Uh, and the Padres scored six runs in the ninth inning against the Rockies, and then wanted in extras. It's just a ridiculous game. Coors Field is is kind of a joke of a ballpark, but we've known this. This is not new. And the Braves came back against the Phillies in very spectacular fashion. It was uh, Brian McCann who uh, finished off the uh, the comeback for them with a little mm-hmm. bloop single. So, yeah, spoiled by amazing baseball. Let's get and get into the the team roast. If you don't have anything else to to, to banter about, no, let's go. Let's let's do it. Um, can we start with your team? Are you sure. are you okay with that? Are you are you gonna partake in roasting them, or are you just kind of kind of sit there and and try to defend these these things? Uh, I'll see what you throw at me. 
All right, I, you're you're definitely not on board with the whole self-deprecation. It's it's born it's born into Yankees fans that we are all about self-deprecation. We can roast ourselves better than anybody, but Dodgers uh, not not quite the same. So uh, yeah, so I mean, let's let's just start with the obvious thing. Are are you like looking forward to losing a third straight World Series? Is this like is this like <laughs> something that, that you can't, I appreciate can't that you're for? putting us. Uh, in the World Series already, I, like I am. That. You, uh, you're an, you're a very good team. It, it's a shame that you'll never win another title. But um, yeah, I mean, like I mean, you, we'll, you guys, we'll meet whoever the Yankees lose to in the ALCS uh, this year. I mean, I'm just saying that you you give us some very entertaining play. It's it's so unselfish that you you make it to the playoffs and you, <laughs> you provide very entertaining baseball all the way through. And then you you secede it to you know another very deserving team. It's it's very gracious of you, it's Dodgers. Um, you know, Clayton Kershaw is probably one of the the most gracious if ever, because especially when he was in his prime. I don't, I don't. He's arguably a little bit past his his prime self, but um, even then, you know, he would he would give other teams uh, their their shot of glory, and he would you know he's probably like, ah, there's always next year. And and now he's throwing. I mean, 90, he's kind he's of throwing right. 90, yeah. 90 mile an hour darts up there, and uh, you know, kind of praying the ball stays in the ballpark, and just everybody seems to hit ground balls just to, to kind of repay him for you know. It's like, hey, you gave me this one in the playoffs. I'll give you I'll give you these ones in the regular season. It's 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 a good trade off. Um, then you got you Darvish, who of course is just a trigger word for Dodgers fans. I mean, are you triggered just by the name you Darvish, or have you kind of moved past that at least? I've moved past it, but uh, I don't harbor good feelings for him. No, I mean, do, and I, I, I must ask this honestly: do, do Dodgers fans legitimately think he's the worst pitcher in baseball? Because he, he definitely could be viewed that way, you know. But if that was the uh, only baseball you've I ever watched, I don't think Dodgers fans really care. <laughs> I, I, I doubt that. Um, <laughs> but uh, you, Darvish, again, sticking with the theme of just being a very giving playoff performer, and then. Um, you know, we already talked about really like the best possible Dodger, you know, out of everybody. And like Cody Bellinger's fine and all, but you think about your you guys could have had Jordan Alvarez, you could have had Air Jordan, you could have had you know, the whatever other nickname we're gonna give him, and you know to to supplement your already like really talented outfield who's you know got all stars left and right, um, and then you could have just had this this you know beast of a man out there uh alongside you but you know it, it, i guess it's yeah. fair because I mean, you did we get told, we could we told it could be using it we could be how many games have we played yeah i mean I'd, 70 yeah i mean i would say that you guys could definitely use the best player the best young rookie in baseball right now um <laughs> you guys already have one of the best players in baseball you could definitely use a, a good young rookie though um and then you know I, we but, have alex for Eh, whatever and you had you you got josh fields for a very important playoff run in which you again just provide very entertaining baseball for for everybody except your own fans so th- thank you so much again josh fields and and everybody else for for some some great playoff dodger baseball that is that is selfless to say the least um yeah so i you know i did my i did my thing for for your team I, that's about all i have Props, props where props are due, you know, everywhere else. Yeah. It's, it's a very hard team to roast, I will say. Uh, do you want to go ahead and roast your rivals, the Giants? Sure. Uh, to start off, Madison Mugwater. 
I, I still don't think he's gotten that that ball that Max wants to hit out of out of the ocean or the cove, the bay, because it's not technically the ocean. Whatever, he hit it farther than he, he that was about the farthest ball I've ever seen hit there. Uh, that wasn't steroid aided. It cleared the kayaks, but yeah. So Baumgartner with his um, double standard with uh, how you enjoy home runs. I don't know. Uh, they're they're in last place. That's gonna basically what's come down to. Uh, you mentioned Brandon Belt will always be mediocre. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> you, um, you gotta. I'm. I'm just saying. You. You gotta really. You gotta really dig. Dig deep. The. The Giants fans are a resilient bunch. They have. They have dealt with failure. No, they're not. More. Yeah. No. They. They have dealt with a, a great deal of. Of disappointing baseball in their time. They. They. They put all. They pushed all their chips in the middle and had a very good run in that five-year stretch where they took them through World Series. Nobody can ever take that away from you. And just you know. As as you watch this this team wallow in in misery, fielding <laughs> guys like like Mark Melanson and and yeah, Jeff Samarjo, who you're paying they, they millions, they push all their chips in, into Mark Melanson, yeah. Johnny Cueto, and and Jeff Samarja, and uh, it has been a bad five year run for them. Yeah, I mean, it, it you can only be so comforted by by your past successes when when you're watching a team like that out there, when you're watching the uh, the stars of of your playoff run still on the field. For some reason, even though they don't really <laughs> do anything, you have Brandon Belt. Is Joe Joe Panic is is he still a Joe, thing? Yeah, Joe, Joe Panic only shows up for Dodger games, um, if that. And then you got Brandon Crawford. Is he? Do we still call him one of the best defenders in the game, or is that just kind of muscle memory at this point? Because I don't I don't recall him doing anything. I, I, I think it's muscle memory. I don't know last... how the world. I don't know how the world has any grease left with his hair. Got I mean, him. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, I don't think he's showered since he's won a World Series, but yeah. You don't get me wrong. You you when you're able to field Pablo Sandoval and you're able to just basically let him do whatever he wants. Honestly, the best it makes on the it team. makes for some decent entertainment. Anyway, it, it, it when you get to the point where you're rooting for your team to be down eight or nine runs rather than just a, the normal three to four yeah. runs, so you can see Pablo Sandoval pitch. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That you're in a that you're in a pretty yeah. good place with your not only with your pitching but with your with your position player options because Pablo yeah, Sandoval it was, it was the it was the end of 2017. Pablo Sandoval said, "You get you guys don't need Casey Mize. I'll hit this walk off home run to not finish dead last. I'll I'll just I'll be your best pitcher." So, Pablo yeah. Sandoval is all about that short term entertainment, and he he will always be. He he is known for the the moment. And and that is the singular moment. He won't he won't give you any, yeah. he won't give you moments. He won't give you good production over the course of a season. So I, I hope you weren't expecting that. Um, yeah, you want to talk about bad trades? Mentioning Jordan for Fields, uh, the Giants decided to send away Brian Reynolds, who uh, I don't know if you know this. He's been pretty good for the Pirates so far. Who also, I mean, they're doing okay. Yeah, he's getting like yeah. three fifty. No, no big deal. Yeah, Brian Reynolds is going off. And uh, they got in return Andrew McCutcheon, who they didn't even have for a full year. Hey, they traded him to the Yankees. That's something, right? Yeah, and that's then a big accomplishment. He looked weird when he was on the Yankees because he had to shave. Hey, it, not you don't you so don't have to be the you, Giants. You don't have fault. to be the Mariners to just give us players. Like the Giants showed that anybody can can give the Yankees players. So yeah, um, and like, also good Hunter, stuff. We didn't write that, but Hunter Pence is having an awesome year in Texas. So. Yeah, Giants fans like it, I, 
I, can, I can finally enjoy Giants Hunter fans? Pence. Yeah, like because he's not a giant. You know, it, I just love living in a world where where Giants fans can can watch Rangers games with with more excitement than than watching their own team, really. And you know, yeah. um, that's that's what I that's what I always hope for. You're you're, you're inspiring leader through much of that that important run just decided yeah i'm, I'm kind of done being good for you guys and you're like all right that's fair and then then he leaves and, and decides actually you know what hitting's kind of easy i'm just gonna keep doing this for them now <laughs> um yeah so let's move on to our to our new hometown team that's the padres yes the fourth place padres the fourth place, um, almost are, are they five hundred? It, it's no. They've the you know what? They're props to them. Props to their front below. office. Props to their front office for making themselves into a team where we have to to think about whether or not they're five hundred or not, <laughs> rather than just knowing that they're not. Because it, it was really impressive the, the things that they were able to bring in guys like like Manny Johnny Hustle Machado and his ninety six WRC plus to just really turn this team around. Um, make making them a true true 500 ish team and you know yeah. eric hosmer um he he has experience that he does yeah he really does and you know fernando T- good for them for not leaving fernando tatis down in the minors um and you know letting him letting yeah. him just do his thing and dazzle everybody yeah, to, to, letting to him etch be a free out, agent a year sooner. Yeah, to etch out uh, just a few more wins in in a fourth place Padres run, it, it is really great. I I, I do commend yeah. that that aspect of their yeah. franchise. And, and, and you mentioned they have Tatis Jr. up, so they didn't manipulate service time, so that uh, he can you know go somewhere else uh, a year earlier. You're right. It, it is it is money. very considerate to their to their fans, the Padres fans who are the Padres fans who I I can honestly say are just the most complacent fans out there. And I say that in the, the <laughs> nicest way possible. You have all the reason to. You have the perfect weather and you have beaches and you have so many other things that you can do other than baseball, yes. except sports, because there's baseball's the only sport. Um, but yeah. it's it's there's great that hockey. you guys can can just be hammered with mediocrity and an underperformance for so long and and just kind of be like, eh, it's it's alright. It's I don't really well, have much to complain us, about. As they yeah, as they told us at the informational meeting about selling college fest tickets, college fest tickets, that uh, yeah, you really try to sell the ballpark experience, the weather in San Diego. You don't really sell the product on the field that much when you're the Padres. You you really do, and I mean they're they're doing their darndest out there. The Dodgers come to town and they they sell out. It's, yeah, it's, they sell out. It's phenomenal. It's it's really Dodger just stadium like some South of the best. Is a great stadium. It's it is it is it. one of the best stadium environments. Um, accommodating for visiting fans that i've ever seen and uh you know they they try they're doing a much better job than they did in 2015 i'll give them that because yeah 2015 it was the same goal get get people in the seats and uh and hope that they aren't just awful and they're one for two in their big pushes in the, in this decade so if you if you <laughs> are you are you counting the one being in their push uh, for mediocrity yes they they are successful okay yeah okay yeah um got it all right I think we were going to do the Rockies and Diamondbacks. We're very close to running out of time here. But I, I will say that the Rockies and Diamondbacks are a little harder to roast just because they are so... What's the word? Meh? Right? Like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a good word. Yeah. They, they, it's like they don't really care if they... they they're like, cool, we, we make the playoffs every now and then. And that's a, that's good enough, yeah. right? Um, 
I mean, because the Rockies just kind of know, like, they'll never, ever have good pitching, even though last year was, like, the best year of pitching in their franchise. They got to so the much wild so card, that, that right? you predicted, yeah, so much so that you predicted that, uh, that, uh, a Rockies pitcher would win the Cy Young this year. Herman Marquez is, is doing great. If he's you, if you only granted, look at peripherals and you, you don't look picked, at the, you, the balls that are being hit against him, like please don't. Um, you could you could have picked the other really good Rockies pitcher from last year, and you would look really bad because Kyle Freeland got sent down. He, Kyle Freeland finished fourth in Cy Young last year. Hey, you know what? It's cores, okay? It's a hard a. It's hard. It's a hard ballpark to pitch in. But you know when when we hit those home runs and, and nobody nobody you know gives us any credit for for hitting well at at home then then what's the point you know Nolan Arenado is legitimately one of the best players in the world right yeah Alex Verdugo hit a home run we don't need Jordan Alvarez yeah sorry and like you know there's there's plenty of really good things to like about the Rockies and it really helps that they play in a place with like the most zero entertaining gravity. ballpark and. Yeah, it, zero gravity baseball is great. I mean, it's gonna keep you guys from ever having Hall of Famers. It seems like, but um, there's you know there's plenty That's to true. like about but, it. It it, yeah. it you know what it really does speak to just how great a ballpark it is that Mark Reynolds still looks like a competent baseball player playing for you guys. <laughs> it, it's it's just great that you guys are able to do something like that. You know, Ian Desmond yeah. is able to to give the mirage of being a, a productive hitter even though he grounds out 70% of the time that he's up there, it seems like. It's it's great. It's a great ballpark for that. Uh, Diamondbacks, they um, they don't really like being good, it seems like, even when they accidentally no. are good, right? Yeah. Is that just me? Um, you know, Goldschmidt was probably the best player that they've ever had, right? Like, in terms of career with, with just their team. Yeah, uh, I would say but, so, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, that was cool and all. They... they they kind of were successful-ish, I mean, and then they were like, you know what? Yeah. I think we'll just we'll hit reset on on that one. Yeah, they decided. Yeah, they decided. Oh, I guess we can't resign Patrick Corbin, so let's just punt. I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we still have Zach Ranky, who are paying a lot of money. Just yeah, well, I, yeah, because nobody's gonna take that contract. Yeah, but, but Paul Goldschmidt, sure. Well, what Luke Weaver? I guess that's that's fine. Oh, look, he's yeah. he's pitching really well. Oh, well, you know. Uh injuries though but um you know what i think the diamondbacks really you can't understate just their participation in one of the the best trades in mlb history though and that would be the shelby miller trade shelby miller shelby shelby miller rangers legend shelby miller um is now he's now on the rangers knuckle Um, scraper yeah and i mean the normal way in one of the normally you scrape your knuckles by throwing submarine (laughs) shelby miller scrapes his knuckles by following through really low <laughs> yeah and i mean you know the braves really you know in in one of the most exciting drafts you know with with swanson and bregman and, and brennan rogers and all that and, and all of that hype the, the diamondbacks just decided that was a little too much attention getting getting that number one pick like that and they just decided you know what Dansby, I think you'll like Atlanta a lot better. I think they'll be able to do a lot more for you. And say, Endurance, I know you're a really good player and all, but uh, we we just we don't do that here. So you're gonna go ahead and play for the Braves too. Um, but you know, Shelby Miller is cool, right? We, yeah, we like him. Yeah, he worked, kind of. He he really. was paid to play baseball. Yeah. yeah. So that's our that's our. He'd strike me out. He he would. Maybe he he actually would, but um, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's our team roast for the NL West. That was a little experimental there. We'll 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 see what you guys think yeah. about it and uh we'll continue to do some of the other divisions if uh if you guys like that. So um Make sure you rate, comment, and subscribe to our podcast if you enjoyed it and you can stay up to date on all our new episodes going forward. Make sure to check out our website, BeatTheShiftBaseball.com. You can also find our podcast there and any articles that we've been writing. Um, it's all it's all in one place there for you. And then social media, as I mentioned earlier, at BeatTheShiftBP on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook uh, to keep up with with everything. All right, that is going to do it for today. Thank you, everybody, for watching. As always, Ray. Peace.